Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you to thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. Hey there, Amplifiers. Thanks for tuning in. You know, far too often we can really get focused on, you know, doing self-promotion. We have to, after all, promote ourselves, right? We've got to get our message out into the world because we want to make an impact. We want to change the world. But sometimes, you know, if we're just focusing on ourselves, we're limiting the full potential of what we could be doing. So we're going to be talking about the power of success and how to cheerlead instead of compete and win more. It's a great topic, and I'm excited for today's session. If you haven't done so already, make sure to go to growthamplifiers.com and subscribe to our podcast. We're on multiple different platforms, and we want to make sure that we tune in to you so you can come back in, continually guide little amplifiers that you can put into action to amplify your business. So the big idea that we're talking about here is celebrating others' successes actually creates an environment of success for everyone, right? If we're just focusing on ourselves, we're limiting the full potential of what we could be doing. Now, why this matters is, well, if you have a scarcity mindset, you think, oh, there's so many other people who might do a similar thing and there's only so much business, you're going to take scarcity actions. But if you have an amplified abundance mindset, you're going to take abundant actions. And that has huge payoffs. And so the key is, instead of cutthroat competition, we need to compete um, with ourselves, right? So doing our best, and that will elevate and support others in the process. And that's how we grow and then continue to amplify. So let's get to our guest today. So I'm excited to have him here. Um, And I forgot, I just moved the slide in here. Pardon me, we're live. <laughs> if you're tuning in, make sure to amplify by sharing your comments, asking questions if you have them, and then take the ideas and put them into action. All right. So now our guest today is a first Gulf War veteran. So thank you very much for your service. Highly appreciate that. That's just awesome and amazing. He has an MBA and the CEO of the Jam Accelerator, which is a business consulting and incubation firm. Previously, uh, Jeff was the founder and CEO of MICG Investment Management, a billion-dollar wealth management firm. And uh, Jeff has an amazing story of transformation after being released, after serving nearly seven of a 14-year prison sentence. Uh, that is an amazing story, and it is amazing. You don't hear that every day, Kenny. You don't hear that every day. So welcome to Growth Amplifiers, Jeff. Thank Glad you. Have you here? I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, and by the way, if you want to learn more about uh, Jeff, definitely visit his website, jeffmartinovich.com. We'll be sharing that in detail in a moment. But Jeff, let's let's get keyed in. And we, I just shared this third bullet point, by the way. And number one, as mentioned, thank you for your service. Thank uh, you. But number two, uh, kudos to you for being vulnerable and brave to put that out there and share some of your personal story that a lot of people might tend to hide 
right. you're putting it up as a focal point. So let's let's tune into that and, and start okay. um, focusing on what is this about? What is this backstory? We'd love to hear, well, hear about this. Oh, thank you so much, Kenny. Uh, the, the quick backstory is following the 2008 financial crisis. Well, we had been very fortunate over about 20 years to build a uh, billion dollar investment firm out of zero. And, uh, and you know, when the world kind of imploded there, we kind of survived that, but also the regulators and the government kind of went down, went around and shut down about 2,500, what we call tier two companies, you know, a little bit smaller like us, um, not the big Wall Street guys who, you know, nothing happened to any of them. We've all read all those stories. Uh, so what they do is they they said that we mispriced a stock in one of our hedge funds. And that was after all the Bernie Madoff world. And you know, what a terrible time it was. And, you know, I had to make a decision. It was it was the hardest decision of my life. And you know, at the Air Force Academy, we learned to live by an honor code. And uh, and we teach our children that. And it was the one time that, it, you know, I just wasn't going to admit to something that our employees didn't do. And so I had to take a stand and I said, no, uh, I don't think anybody did do anything wrong. And of course we have a fleet of attorneys and CPAs at the time. So I uh, rejected three government plea offers and decided to go to trial against the United States government with its unlimited resources. And uh, as, as they tell me now, that's uh, about 98 and a half percent of those <laughs> end in convictions. So it was kind of an uphill battle there to begin with. So I was convicted and eventually sentenced to 14 years in prison. So on day one, I'm running this billion dollar firm. The next day I'm sentenced to prison. Um, and they take, of course, all of your resources. So I had to uh, go into the prison law library and teach myself federal criminal law. And I was very fortunate, very lucky. Uh, we were able to reverse the trial court's decisions twice. Two federal judges were removed from the case. Uh, and after seven years with COVID and all these other factors, I was able to finally make it home. And so it, it was just a crazy, crazy narrative. Um, and I was it was up in a higher security prison, not kind of the camps and minimum securities that you see on TV. Man. Uh, so it it. That I have, you know, over a beverage, I can tell you some pretty wild stories. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we made it home and and everybody goes through incredible challenges at some point in their life. And, you know, this was mine. And so the real focus has been, you know, how to turn those disadvantages into advantages, how to help so many other people um, that could be uh, in that situation. And through our consulting and our coaching and our speaking, um, we're able to kind of help a really broad group of people, CEOs that think this couldn't happen to them. Well, you know, I speak to groups and say, listen, this could happen to anyone in this room tomorrow. And so it's it's been it's been an incredible eye opener. Um, but I'm I'm just very fortunate to be back with my family. Uh, actually, one last part of that, when I came home, now I even at my advanced age, I even have a brand new daughter, Carly, who's only 10 weeks old uh, after coming home and going through all this. So it's it's an incredible story. It's a miracle. Uh, and so now I'm just trying to share this story and help as many people as possible. 
That is quite the game changer story. It was. I, I can't. I can't imagine that. That the punch in the gut, because I, you know, we've all, we've all had the moment where we've been accused of something that we didn't do, and no one likes to be like, well, if I didn't do it, I'm not going to admit to it. Right. But when when you do have the cards stacked against you, like you're saying, you're fighting an uphill battle, and sometimes right. it doesn't play to your advantage. Right. And, and, and you know, I, I am certainly not here to say I made the right decision. Um, there's many different factors. My son, my who is now 27, was on his way to college, and I sat down with him beforehand and you know talked it out. He said. You know, and he was going away. So hopefully we had done his great. His mother did a fabulous job uh, uh, raising him. And so, you know, if I had small children at the time, it probably would have been a different decision. But I think there's just different points in life where you've got to decide, you know, what's important. What are you going to stand up for? And, uh, you know, what can make a difference to you and your employees and your shareholders? So, now we are focusing on restoring, rebuilding, and again, that's a that's a long uphill battle, also. But but I, I believe we'll be able to do it. Well, that's it. Really, is the right mindset to come with, like, and that's what we're talking about a lot in in today's interview is it's getting in that right mindset. But we won't go down the path of the court system and all the challenges with that. But we do know that there are some really sticky hairy challenges and if someone uh gets convicted they may not be as guilty as you think they are or if, if someone takes a takes a plea they may not be as guilty it's a weird system it's not perfect it's a very difficult it's a very difficult situation you're right so let's let's get to the the heart of the matter now you have a book uh that just came out uh the hello um I was going to say the one more, and I was like, that ain't it. Just one more. Yes, sir. All right, just one more. And you wrote that book with a purpose in mind. You have a goal that you want to accomplish as someone may read the book right. and they dive into it. And when looking at the premise and the outline, I thought it was number one, uh, really interesting. Number one, you have a, a really creative way of creating a parable and inner training helping share life lessons, but what, what really inspired you to, to create this book and, and what is the, the purpose or goal of the book? Well, okay. I had written a, a business book while I had all this time in prison and uh, it's about 40 chapters, 25 about how to make a billion dollars. And the other 15 chapters are uh, how not to do all the mistakes that I made. <laughs> and uh, so that is in publication now. But I had these other 15 chapters left over about, and they were more life lessons. And through my experience in sports and the military and in business, I've really had the pleasure to be exposed to a lot of great mentors, a lot of people that took time and were very generous with their advice. And, you know, and not just business things, but how to live a life of class and grace, how to live the best life. And so I wanted to also give those lessons to maybe people who hadn't been able to be exposed to those. And then in at the same time, as you and I and everyone's been taught, humans learn best through stories. And that's the way we've done it for millions of years. So we created a 
parable, this narrative about Bob Vukovic and Cole Johnson. And throughout the story, which is a little bit similar to my last decade, Bob Vukovic's life, um, we interweave these 15 lessons uh, with some practical uh, theories, but also some other more subjective, uh, intangible items about having an open mind and trying to understand what's really going on in the universe. And as you know, like uh, I like to say, uh, Bob says in the book that, you know, really the most intelligent people we know are the people who many times say, I don't know, you know, especially in this, this bifurcated world we live in today and everybody has such hard opinions. It's interesting to um, spend time with people who are very open-minded and are trying to just look for their own truth. That is very well spoken. Far too often, I run into people as a business coach uh, and marketing advisors, you know, sometimes they're, they've achieved a level of success, right? And then they can think, I know everything. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm good. I know everything. But who has that mindset? A, a teenager, right? We, they think we, when you think you know everything, that's really when you, we cut off the opportunity to grow. Everyone right. has the ability to grow. So I really think that's a great uh, perspective to really come in and say, you know, let's, let's think about, we don't know everything. We have some things that we've learned. We have some experience and maybe you feel comfortable with where you're at, but there's always an opportunity to learn more. And that's what I like, you know, about your um, having that way of telling stories to share those lessons. That's really powerful. And, and so the just one more, and you have, you know, the play with your last name, Mar Martinovich, <laughs> and you've got a, a martini on the cover, and just one more. And yeah. you could be, you could be thinking that that's a drink at a bar, but um, I think there's more behind that. So why that title? <laughs> well, the the honest answer there is, as you see, that the book is held in a bistro, uh, downtown bistro. Uh, a group of us used to own a downtown bistro and we probably spent too much time there to begin with. <laughs> and so they would say, you know, would you like one more? And we would say just one more, but then I got to go. And what that really turned into is almost a, a metaphor of, you know, just one more challenge, just one more time being knocked down to the canvas and having to get up. Do we, you know, have that willpower? And that's a real central theme of the story is Will Bob Vukovic, who's really kind of been through the ringer, been to the mountaintop, and now he's at the deepest, deepest valley. You know, will he have the energy and the motivation to get back into this competitive game of life? So I, I think, uh, you know, Coach K coaches those Duke Blue Devils, always says, next play, next play, just one more. And, and I think it's a good phrase that we just got to keep reminding ourselves when I was in prison, you know, every day is is like a, you know, another day in the war. And and I knew that I had to get up just one more day, get stronger today, do more, throw in more motions, put it, you know, we submitted over 500 motions that I typed on a manual typewriter and used a number two pencil uh, in the law library. So it's, it's, a, it's a little mantra 
that hopefully keeps us getting out of bed every day and giving it all we got. I think that's important to do, you know, one day at a time, one foot forward, baby steps. I, I had a setback a few years back. There was, there was a jostling with a business partner and it, it caused some issues. And can do that. Uh, imagine that. <laughs> hey there, this is Kenny from Growth Amplifiers, here to ensure you get your awesome ideas into action to grow and improve your business and achieve your full potential. Take the first step by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the Start Here button. Take the assessment to get your personalized score. Then select from free resources to learn how to improve your score. Don't wait. Be proactive and take action now by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the Start Here button. And always keep on amplifying. Now, let's get back to the show. Uh, but I, I obviously didn't have to go to prison and deal with all that. But when you're having any sort of fallout, any sort of setback, it can get into your mind, it can get into your psyche, and it can really pull on your energy. And then once you kind of go into that space, you can get lost. That's right. And start focusing on this big mountain of stuff that needs to be done and all the stuff that's not the way you want it to be. Right. And if you don't have that focus of, you know, just, just one more, making right. a little bit of step, a little bit, a little bit of progress. You don't need to do the whole thing in one day. Right. It, that'll be overwhelming. And, and, and then you'll just overwhelm yourself and we won't move forward. But if we say, just we focus on today, make today count. Just one more, <laughs> get back up just focus on that next step. And before you know it, you can look back and say, woof. We made a lot of progress. We're no longer in exactly that spot. So that's that is a great mantra. And as you're tuning in, you know, some people may be in a good spot. We're like, hey, we had a great year. Others, <laughs> good, uh, good. I hope yeah, so. Good for you. There's some that may be tuning in and saying, "Damn the pandemic!" And it, it totally threw my business underwater, and I'm struggling, and I'm still struggling mm -hmm. with the staffing shortages and the high prices and the inflation and, and a lot of people are going through a lot of hurts exactly but if if they could just focus on on the one more and not worry about everything just take that one right. step forward uh, right so great what, great point well what i tried to do is is i have a part of this in some of our writings is is every day i thought i need to get stronger um and so i said i need to get stronger physically intellectually and emotionally, just this much more every day. And I know that if I do that, tomorrow's gonna be better. Um, if I don't do it, you know, we're still treading water here. And so that those were the three areas that I made sure every day we did a little bit forward progress. And you're right, eventually we made it out, you know, the other side of the tunnel. And uh, but it but if you look at that whole seven year process from day one, it's too overwhelming and despair and and self-pity all takes over. Ooh, uh, yeah, I, I didn't even have nearly that much of a challenge, but I was surprised how much uh, victim mindset I started going down. Sure. But if, if you when you when we get in that spot, we've we've really got to find acceptance so we can move forward. 
Right. So now this book contains a lot of great content and <laughs> lessons, but what is the most important thing that people don't know about your subject uh, that you believe they may need to know that would be beneficial for them to kind of be aware of? Well, um, as we kind of touched on is, is having this open mindset is you're right. So we all go through challenges and boy, so many people have been through tremendous more challenge than I have. But the, the key is, in my opinion, is to have this incredible open mindset that I'm going to get up today and give it all I've got. And the great odds are I have no idea how this is going to turn out. From a legal view, um, when we would be submitting motions for all these problems that, that occurred, it was always the items that I didn't think would work would be the ones that win. And all the things that I thought were plain as day, um, maybe the judge did not think that. And in business, it's the same way. When we have a client or a new sale with a prospect that we think there's no way they would not do that, you know, we get disappointed. But if we also keep a volume uh, aspect where, hey, I'm going to reach out to as many people as possible because I believe that what I'm doing is helping people and serving people, but I never know who's going to be the person that hires me tomorrow, who wants to get in the boat, who wants to row in the same direction. Uh, one, one great book I read, the second half, talks about don't try to talk the whole world into your mission because there's a lot of people out there that already believe in your mission. Just go find them. Just let them from good to great. Let them get on your bus and then get in the right seat on the bus. So I really believe that, you know, there's this grand design going on out there that I have no idea what it's about. But I believe you have to believe in some grand design, whatever it, whatever it is, or otherwise you're just not gonna make it through these terrible, terrible times. And you won't live that best life. You, you'll get broken, you'll, be, you'll get stopped. So if we keep this open mindset, like I think Bob Vukovic has that he had lost, and maybe by the end of the book, he finds it again, and it's because so many times the teacher learns so much more than the student. And we keep this open mindset and be open to always saying yes. Just say yes to everything possible. You know, one of my favorite movies is that Jim Carrey, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but what a great example. What a great moral, you know, ethical type of example it is. Keep an open mindset. Say yes. Give it everything we got in business and in life every day. And it's going to be amazing, but it's probably going to be amazing in a way we never thought possible. Very inspirational. Very inspirational because we, we can get so focused right now in today's time with these polar divides, with all these challenges that are coming out, we can get focused sure. on the negative, the things that, aren't aligned with us, the challenges that do frustrate us. And we, we don't focus on the things that, that are, that are positive that we do align with that we could bring into action. So I think that's just a helpful, positive stance for people to continually looking for things that they could highlight and share with others and realize 
it is an abundant world. So for people that may want to learn more about you, your business, or your book, uh, where could they go and what could they do? Well, thank, thank you, Kenny. That's, you're exactly right. Uh, we have a ton of different websites in our coaching, consulting, speaking businesses. But uh, the main repository, jeffmartinovich.com, is a great place to start. And we can find everything about our books and our writings and our speaking and our business activities. Um, and so anybody that uh, we can help out through any of those activities or anything, anybody else that we can support, you know, that is our mission today. So thank you for the opportunity. And we'd love to help anybody possible. Glad to have you on. Glad to have you share. And as we're looking to wrap, uh, you've shared a lot of great insights with us. And I appreciate that. If you had just one more thing to share that you've learned on your journey that may help others on theirs, it doesn't have to be related to your book, or it could be. Uh, just one more thing that you'd like to have as a closing thought. Well, I think I think taking a step farther from the themes in the book is, you know, I, I used to always say, I used to always say a prayer uh, every day, Lord, please let me lead a life of significance. You know, I think, man, if I came down to the planet this time, you know, I don't want to waste it. And, you know, little did I really think about that all those great stories of significance have terrible, terrible journeys somewhere in the middle, you know, the challenges to overcome. So I would hope that maybe my story in a very small way can help other people see, you know what, maybe times are terrible right now, or maybe I've lost everything. I mean, I went from a nice net worth and, and just perfect life to 0, 0.00 in every single category out there. Um, and so I just hope that other people can see that, you know, if we keep going, we, we will make it through that other side of the tunnel. Um, and again, I think it's it turns out so many times not the way we think it will, but um, we just got to keep going because there's so much goodness for us all to take. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you for tuning in to Growth Amplifiers. If you found this valuable, make sure that you leave a comment and share this so that others could benefit as well. And definitely check out the website, check out the book. You're going to grow more when you take action and look forward to catching you on the next Growth Amplifiers. Thank you. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.